When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. What was that? That's not Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> oh, I, I did listen to him on break, as you know. <laughs> I was like, what, what did you say there? Uh, we are back on Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. I was scrolling Twitter during the break. Why? And I uh, saw a tweet because I like to stay up to date with things. Hey, tweet deck changed your life, that? didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh, my goodness. That was, that was an all-you <laughs> moment. Now, I, I mentioned Deion Sanders putting quotes on the wall. Okay. And you have to tell me three times uh, for me to remember something. But you said something like, I don't want players to be. Hey, I'd like to think I'd I like don't need I don't anybody. Need, yeah, any. see, I, I was close, right? That, no. So Coach Huffman's making the, the, the quote Yeah, board? he is. He's making the quote like, board. That's like, a good one. I don't think I need. He said, as a coach, I'd like to think I don't need anyone. <laughs> and so it made me think back to what we saw yesterday on Twitter regarding the Colorado football team and what? the drill sergeant status <laughs> and things of that things of that uh, that nature. You know that group chat was blowing up. That 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 football group chat was blowing up after that meeting. I don't understand <laughs> the idea behind it. Listen. Multiple <laughs> You're, you're laughing your head. Because uh, I, Mul- I have a, such a great prompt to ask you afterward. And I multiple to ways it. to skin a cat. That I don't understand, though. But here's the thing. Because I've seen it happen at Minnesota, and it works, so I'm not knocking it. The delivery and the repetitive words used and, like, the whole that be elite mindset can definitely work. And I know that there are some people that thumb their nose up at, at P.J. Fleck. But the reality of it is the culture that he's build, building is winning. Now, whether they're retaining coaches or not is something altogether different. But he wins more games than he loses. And I'm a guy that thinks as long as your players believe it, doesn't matter. You think they believe in what was happening? That's what I don't know yet. It's early. Because they did not seem very antsy to get out of their chairs. But they probably didn't know what was going on. Like, that was live on demand. Like, that was one of the few Dion things that wasn't scripted. (laughs) That was like... It sure as heck felt forced. That was... Like... I'm talking about their response. Because you don't know if they're going to get it. I'm sure they knew what they wanted. Hey, man, film this. Hey, get this on film. And show it if it looks good and, and don't show it if it looks bad. But it's like if everybody's in on that, I guess everybody's mm-hmm. in on that. It could work in one or two hands, right? And this is how I think. You know, because I saw Steve Merrick post something similar to this. Um, this is what I think. Do you make fun of it whenever you kick their butt this year as every other team on their schedule? Or if you are winning, 
does, do you just fall back on, hey, they know how to win. They can yeah. coach however they want. Yeah. That's how I, I think. I think it's going to be the latter if they win. <laughs> Hey, let's go to the phone here uh, because we have Dominic Cassiato on with us, the Union Omaha new head coach here in town. Coach, thanks for taking some time. Coach, congratulations. Good morning. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Coach, you, uh, you know, a unique journey to get you where you are today, a, a London native bringing 12 years of coaching experience across multiple levels in both the U.S. and Europe. You've kind of coached all over the place. Uh, most recently, you spent time as an assistant for USL championship member El Paso Locomotive FC. You were chosen out of an elite group of candidates that at least is what Union Omaha reps kind of said because the search was so exhausting. So that in turn being a uh, uh, something that showed that you stuck out to them. But, you know, to the average fan, what makes you the right person for this job? Well, first off, I think there's a lot of people in the club with folks and a lot of folks. So I feel privileged to have the opportunity to look up. I think in terms of playing style, we're, we're going to be a team that wants to try and control games, dominate games with or without the ball. And then we're going to build a culture and a spirit within the team that means we never know when we're and we're never going to give up. Known with as having that aggressive style that I think you're alluding to, and it it showed in all the stats we saw in El Paso's journey and goals scored uh, across the league. When when you say that, it's rare for for such a quality program to get such a quality coach. Like in a transition like this, it's almost like, wow, if you're going to lose your current coach and the prowess that they had, there could be this level of trepidation. It seems to be a good fit early on. Would you rather build or continue as a head coach? Yeah, there's a lot of respect for what Jay and his staff did before me and the success that the club had. You know, before other right, it's a, a fantastic job. So I think we need to come in and try and revolutionise the wrong approach. How much? I think it's more a case of evolving than you know, maybe changing the style a little, and and trying to build on what's already what's already been laid there. You know, the foundation already been put in place. Coach, how much is your experience with with U19s and kind of understanding the younger circuit? translates or correlates to what you want to do with Union Omaha? Yeah, I think if you look at the game, all players want to do two things, right? They want to enjoy what they do and they want to get better. Right? And I think that is the same for a kid who's six or seven years old just starting to play the game. I think it's the same if it's, you know, 18, 19 year olds trying to push for the first team. And then I think it's the same for guys playing the first team who are getting paid to do um, On top of, you know, having fun and, and learning, obviously we all want to win. Um, and I think, you know, my track record alludes to us. Yeah. yeah, Coach, you're talking about that success and you jumping right into the winning culture. Would you say that appealed to you most whenever you were going after this job? Yeah, I think it's a huge challenge, right? I think, as I said, there was great work done before I came and I think that would scare a lot of people coming into a job where there's been a lot of success over the three years of club existence. Um, but for me, I just think it's a great challenge to look to the club's record players on 
into top clubs in the USL Championship and now in the MLS with Ryan Fever. And I just thought it was a great opportunity to continue to build on those foundations. Talking with new Union Omaha head coach Dominic Cassiato. Coach, I, I was just saying this was off air and we were talking about trying to win at the collegiate and high school level. And I said to Andrew, I said, it, administration and, and support is so important. You get to work with guys like Gary Green and Marty Cordero, two of the great um, good guys in terms of what they represent and mean in the community. How, how important was that to you? That was huge. That was huge. And I think the people that you work with in the front office and on an ownership level really determine how successful you can be, right? So mm. working with someone like Gary, with someone like Marty and Peter Marlette as well, you know, these guys have a good feeling. And, you know, we spoke about expectations for year one and understanding that, that, you know, the club has had success, but we potentially have a little bit of a run-up season. Um, but the fact that they were so transparent with that and so supportive of me, so interested in me, really gave me a lot of confidence to take the job. Coach, outside of soccer, what about the city of Omaha gets you excited yeah. to be here? Yeah, so I'm probably the, the whitest man on the planet. So I wasn't really made for El Paso in the summer here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to the money I'm going to save for some <laughs> But, uh, but no, I know it's a great place to live. I know there's a great soccer culture there as well. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the fans get behind the team. Fairly surprised by all the uh, so many different facilities. They played at a high level at the youth level. It there is a there is a very good soccer community here. Did did that get your attention as well? Yeah, that was about already. You know, I knew about some of the strong college programs. You've got Creighton, UNO, IWCC not too far away. You've got Bellevue University there as well. So, so I was aware of a lot of these programs before. Mm. Um, and I think that, that, you know, alludes to you being a, a real strong soccer city um, where there's already good players in place that, you know, potentially we could be signing some of these colleges. It's fantastic. Coach, good luck to you, man. Thanks so much for the time this morning, and uh, hopefully we talk again soon. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Congratulations, and, uh, welcome, Coach. Best wishes. Welcome, for sure. Um, hey, he Gosh. does get he gets two fantastic guys and Marty Cordero and Gary Green. I, well, Gary Green strikes me as the type of guy if he, he could even touch me and have me, let me have some success. Right? It's like whatever he he is involved in right. typically does well. He's and, a genie. And if Marty wanted to get into politics, which would be too much of a headache for him, <laughs> there's no question he could run. For I don't know office. if he wants to give up on uh, his his two sports teams in town. I don't know who would. Anybody say a bad word about Marty Cordero? Nah, nah he's, I haven't heard one. He's the real deal. <laughs> and so is Union Omaha, and hopefully yeah. they continue the success rate that they're on. Coming up, we'll talk our poll question. We'll talk transfer portal and Husker football.